From our soundstage and auditory office to your hearts and ears across the globe, the following has been crafted with care for your listening ears. Perfect. So we are now live and recording. Um, welcome, everybody, to another episode of 54 Bytes. I'm your host, Kandwani Mwase, and 54 Bytes is our reflections on episode past and projections on those yet to come. Uh, these short episodes draw inspiration from a previous episode of 54 Lights, of course, that's this show, and effectively and affectionately are our bridge between two pods. I'm joined again by my co-host for, for many of these 54 Bytes episodes, Chawa Mpande, who is coming to us from Blantyre, Malawi. Chawa, how are you doing? Hey, Ko. I'm doing great. How are you? And thank you once again for having me back. Uh, I should be thanking you. Like, honestly, it's it's tough to get on these calls because we're six hours apart. You're working. I'm working. It's super busy. But I really love and appreciate you so much for all you do, but for all you do for this show as well, because these little bite-sized episodes are really important for us to unpack what a guest has just talked about. And so... You know, I thank you for that. I thank you for joining. And um, today we're talking about Farai Madzima, who is from Zimbabwe, and he's based here in uh, Canada. And he was, if you haven't listened to this show, by the way, folks, please go back and listen to the previous show um, featuring Farai Madzima from uh, Zimbabwe. It's the second episode of this extensive fourth season of 54 Lights. And um Farai talks a lot about a few different things, but he has a mental health angle to the work that he does, the counseling that he does, which I wanted to make sure that I talked to you about, Chawa. But rather than prescribing it, what what were your thoughts on that conversation? What did you feel when you heard him speak? And was there anything that resonated to you? Oh, I love the interview. Firstly, what an intriguing person. And you can tell that he is so... Um, robust in his character, having lived in so many different cultures. I love that he's he's literally a citizen of the globe. Um, what really, really resonated with me um, when, when he was talking about work and how his accent was um, kind of a benefit in some areas. Uh, but then he also, on the other hand, had people saying like, why is he getting this type of work and we're not? So I resonated there because my accent is... <laughs> <laughs> like why does she talk like that like who does she think she is oh my god <laughs> so i was like yes i feel you brother i feel you <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah from a, i mean from a from a personal level i mean everybody knows well sorry people should know chawa that you work in that space in terms of protecting yes. people's uh, mental well-being you're very much I mean obviously you're you're a marketer as well as a mother as well as a sister as well as a friend <laughs> as well as a co-host I mean you wear many hats but one of the hats you wear is really with protecting people's mental health and so that episode that particular story that Farai was talking about it, mm. that that felt real to you like it felt like your lived experience Yes, for sure. Um, I, 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 I think another part that resonated with me with his um, interview was about really not fitting in. And that really made me question, like, what is home and where is home? You know, um, because you as 
as like you said yourself, you having you, you always identify so strongly with being Malawian and having Malawian roots. But honestly, you have you haven't lived here, right? So like my my thing is always like, what makes one a citizen of a certain country? Is it the papers? Is it the lived experience? What is home and where is home, you know? And I think it all goes back to our conditioning and what we've been taught. So um, I think that interview with Farai was really like, for me, um, looking into those areas in my personal life and just with people around me that I know who've also shared similar life experiences. Yeah. I, you know, I, I love that you br- you bring me back to that conversation and another conversation I've had with, with a couple of people actually on this show and just in general in, in life is this idea of home to your point, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, take, take people's like, I'll, I'll, you know, people I think know a little bit of my story in the sense that, you know, born in Ethiopia, mm. proud citizen of Malawi, but I've never, to your point, I've never lived there. And yet I have this really close uh, affiliation with, with Malawi, um, yeah. you know, but, I, but my footprints are in Canada. Now, mm-hmm. if I flip to you, Yours is even more interesting, or it's interesting in another way, in the sense that, you know, you have got the Canadian footprint, and you've lived, now you live in Malawi. So, like, home for you must be kind of a loaded word. Yeah, absolutely. Um, For me, honestly, as I've grown, home is really just where I'm most comfortable, and I'm with the people that I love. You know, my family, that's home. But even when I say family, am I just talking? about my immediate family like my husband my kids because my family is still in Canada so for me home is not really a place um it's 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 a I can't even just say it's a feeling but it's a it's for me home is a place of safety where do I feel the most safe where where I feel um I can be myself so it can be with people it can be by myself home is within myself I've learned you know obviously you can travel and you can feel at home you can travel and not feel at home so for me it's about where am I feeling accepted where do I feel like oh yes this is that wusa type of vibe for me, yeah. that's what I've really learned. Uh, home is not a place per se, a physical place. Home for me is a state of mind. Oh, I, I love that, Chawa. And you're, you're, I mean, you've hit the nail on on quite a few different, like I said, quite a few different episodes. I'm thinking about uh, an episode coming up with Prince Garth, who is is uh, from Namibia, and that that's coming mm. up in the future. And he was talking mm. about the same sort of things. He's from uh, Namibia, as I mentioned, but he lives mm. in Edmonton. And oh, wow. I think I, My hometown. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's, he's your people. Get to the world. Yeah, he's, he's your yeah. people. And, yeah. And he, he said the exact same thing. You know, it was sort of like, I think I ended up asking him, like, where's home? And mm. it was it, it was a bit of like, home is where his feet are, but where his mm-hmm. his heart feels safe and comfortable. Ooh, I love and that. So, yeah, so I, th- I think you've nailed it. Um, mm. You know, if I, if I follow this thread, you know, Broadly speaking, this the show obviously focuses in on African diaspora, mm-hmm. but do you think this is this is a commonality with people of all walks of life, like all diasporas, or is this is this just sort of like, you know, even I'm thinking about Canadians who move from Edmonton to mm-hmm. Calgary, 
you know, and that's just down the road, three hours, but it's just down the road, um, you know, or Montreal to Ottawa, yeah. Montreal to Toronto. Like it's still, it's still movement. So do you think that yeah. that, that idea of like safety and emotional well-being is what home should be re, re um, positioned as? I, I think we can reframe home like that, but I know it's also cultural conditioning. Um, I remember when I was living at Edmonton and would go to Chinatown, for instance, um, you know, I, the Chinese people there had such a strong sense of culture and you mm. have people who've been there 50, 60 years and they didn't even speak English. They were still so, um, you know, strong with their culture and they'd only speak Chinese. So some of it also, I think it's cultural nuances. Some yes. cultures hold on to um, their culture a bit more than others. I don't know, Africans, because we're migratory in nature, because you'll find us everywhere in the world. Uh, maybe that's why it's easy or easier for us to to blend in. But then I also find, like I said, it's also different cultures. Like I find Nigerians have a very strong sense of culture, regardless mm -hmm. of where they are. You know, they mm -hmm. really support each other, whether they're in Houston, whether they're in, in you know, Toronto, uh, whether they're in Russia, you know, they'll always rally around each other. So I think it's also a conditioning and the, that cultural, um, I don't know, I can't say sense of pride because I think everyone has a sense of pride from their from their culture. But there's just a, there's a strong sense of identity to the culture. And it's almost like the more they go out of their their country of origin, the more they hold on to to that to make sure that their culture uh, lingers and resonates. Because I feel wow. like parts of Africa, uh, some other countries, and some other cultures, we can actually our culture gets diluted when we move mm -hmm. out, you know, our country of origin. So, yeah, I think that also really depends on um, your cultural conditioning and where exactly you're from. I love that sentiment. And I think you're absolutely right. It's some, in some cases, you know, the culture is really tied to language and people mm -hmm. really consuming and continuing to um, um, speak in their language, uh, uh, you know, of, of their, of their roots and making sure that that gets protected. And then in other cases, to your point as well, the further away you are from your actual, uh, I guess, your, your bloodlines, your roots, mm. sometimes it causes you to dig in even more mm. um, and, and sort of hang on to traditions, hang on to things that are familiar or that bring you back there. And so, um, you know, I'm thinking of a, a, a bunch of different people from the Caribbean who um, really embrace the food and the culture and the, you know, no. caravan and all yeah. of those things with such passion, you know what I mean? Like with such yeah. passion that you're like, oh, you're doing it more here than if you were in, in the islands, you know? Exactly. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny like that, but it's, it's I, you know, in some ways it must be true. Yes. But I also think that also is also identity because like when yeah. you are outside of your country of origin or your roots land, um, you like being in Canada, you know, like it's, it's like you're Italian Canadian, you're Malawian yeah. Canadian, you're Ethiopian Canadian. So it's like, I find with Canadians, like, it's, cause it's so multicultural as a country, we're quite diverse. Um, people want to, um, still hold on to their culture where they're actually coming from. So there's a sense of like pride. You almost want to be identified with something. So it's just like, 
you know, it's very rare to find like a Canadian Canadian because even like somebody who's been raised in Canada, born in Canada, third, fourth, fifth, sixth generation Canadian, they'll say no, but my roots are Irish or Scottish. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, still, so, I'm, still, I'm still Italian Canadian or whatever. Yeah, like, oh, what did your parents come in? No, not my parents. What's my great, 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 great yeah, 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 exactly. They're like ten. 10th generation and they're still wearing yes. the Azuri yes. blue, you know, like in, in ways. No, yeah, listen. So I yeah. Oh, sorry. It's just going to know. I don't know if that's because Canada, that's just how it was built on so many different cultures, but that's something that I noticed that is very strong. Yeah. You know what? That, that might be a signature of this, uh, of this country, but it's certainly something that's a signature for, um, like you said, all kinds of people from different walks of life in terms of hanging on to that pride, that cultural identity. And um, it, it actually is beautiful because it just showcases the different tapestry that uh, that this world is, right? I mean, you know, talk about Africa, 54 yes. different countries, so yeah. many different dialects, so many different parts of, the, of, of different countries coming together. You talk about Europe, again, melting pots. You, mm. There's a whole lot of mixture going on in this global um, soup that we have going on. So, um, listen, Chawa, I know these, these hits are super, super quick, but they're always at such a depth that I, uh, I marvel at your intellect. Uh, and I marvel at the way you're able to, to tease out these things from these, these quick conversations that we have. So I appreciate you so much and, uh, wanted to thank you for being on the show. No, thank you so much, Co. As always, it's such an honor to be here. And I definitely love your interviews. They keep on getting more and more interesting, meeting new people, exciting, you know, things that people are doing all over the globe, um, people of African origin, people who support people of African origin. And it's just amazing what's happening right now. Oh, fantastic. Well, listen, Chow, I can't wait till the next time we, we sit down. We're going to listen to a couple more episodes. Uh, we're going to travel to a couple of different countries. And I'm, I'm going to challenge you to tease out from there something um, fun and familiar that we can talk about. There's a lot of uh, interesting conversations coming up now. So I can't wait to get on the phone with you again. Thank you so much, Ko. Thanks, Jawa. So there you have it, folks. This was another episode of 54 Bytes. If you like what you've heard, hit subscribe so you can listen and re-listen anew. If you like this, as well as what Chawa is spouting, the wisdom she's spouting, you got to make sure you tell your friends and your family as well as hitting that subscribe button. I'm, I'm going hard on the subscribe button. But anyways, yeah. uh, share the wealth. <laughs> I'm saying share the wealth. Uh, lastly, if social steers your soul, find and follow us on Instagram under crowd54. You'll see some beautiful pictures of Chawa and all the work that she's doing online as well. Until we meet again, folks, thank you for listening.